Welcome to FSN! I'm Wes Carey, and finally back is our, everyone's favourite ho swearing horse, Tyler Colt. Yes, I'm finally back, everyone. You can finally start getting the censorship back out. This, the uh, fees for the guys up in the censorship department is going to go through the roof, because I'm finally back, and it's the first one for you. Fuck. Uh, Alright, okay. Uh, we've got our usual guest, Charles Bergeron. <laughs> good, good day to you, Wes. And uh, uh, welcome back, to host. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, have you been? Uh, oh wait, I lost that in a minute. Uh, and finally, we have Shane Rios with us. Uh, Shane, uh, uh, how, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, good to have you on the show. Uh, Tyler, how how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been good as a well like I said, I've been off for a little bit while and I can now officially say why. But I can now announce to the world that uh Tyler Colt is gonna be becoming a papa Tyler sometime soon. Okay, cool. You've been you've been busy at work. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of that matter, giggity giggity giggity. But yeah, in all seriousness, uh, obviously me and the missus are now now expecting and I'm gonna be coming a dad. Alright, that was good on you. Congrats. Congrats. Uh uh, Charles, how have you been since the last episode? Well, uh, I, I've been uh, still rolling along. Uh, we've been having a beautiful summer, and uh, things, uh, uh, the work is never done. I mean, I've uh, been uh, watching what uh, the Royals been doing. Uh, I see a couple of, of players that are keep. Uh, uh, doing their summer training and uh, also there's uh, every, everything's going swell at the Montreal Gazelle. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Shane, uh, how how are you going, Shane? Um, we, we what do you actually work for at the moment? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm one of the uh, correspondents over there at the uh, FSF, the uh, Furish Sports Florida. Office. All right, cool. So it's good to have you on the show. I mean, I mean, we haven't heard much from you, but I mean, hopefully, I mean, you should be decent, have a decent knowledge on stuff. So that's good to hear. So I mean, we might hear a bit more about this place over the coming months and even years because I mean, hey, every outlet, every outlet has a news source, but. Hey, uh, I've been alright here, uh, mainly faffle stuff, round 10 was just last weekend, few upsets, uh, I think the main one being like, I think, well, Brisbane, I mean, jeez, I'm surprised how that match went with them and Freeman, I mean, like, I mean, you had a weird, I mean, like, it got very weird, like, it was very close to begin with, then Freeman dropped back for a bit, then it got close again between the two, except there was a huge run, and then Freeman got... Got a huge win in, like, Brisbane drop back. So that was kind of a weird match to watch. But it was more exciting than the one afterwards, which was uh, Orange versus Darwin. That was not very good to really watch. But, hey, that's that's life for you. Not going to get a good game every week. And, like, I mean, it's really shaped up the shaped up the ladder, I think. So, I mean, the ladder itself, I mean, we'll have a look. We, we'll ha I th we might have a look at it come this thing. We'll mainly be talking about State of Origin. But, uh, enough about me just stammering and yammering here. Uh, it's time to go around the world. Guys, this is a we've got a huge event happening in Russia at the moment. It's the 2018 Furry World Cup. Only happens four times. Only happens once every four years. Not not four times once a year because that would be, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> and it's I think it was pretty interesting looking at the Intercontinental playoffs. I mean, we had Canada and New Zealand land spots in the tournament, beating Saudi Arabia and Chile, respectively, in shock wins. I think. I mean, Charles, I mean, how, how does it feel in Canada at the moment to have your national team in the World Cup for the first time in ages? 
Uh, well, uh, sure, I was uh, uh, super upset for certain because, uh, uh, honestly, uh, uh, we all uh, we all know that uh, our men's team is not having as much success as our women, uh, as uh, some of the women's that have been playing, but they keep uh, fi fighting uh, along the way and. Uh, after some uh, de uh, some uh, development, uh, they get a chance uh, to uh, really uh, show uh, themselves what they can uh, in that tournament. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. Uh, uh, we'll have a look at the teams that qualified. In Group A, it is hosts Russia, England, Costa Rica, and Australia. I hope they can make it through, though I'm not holding my breath. Uh, group B, we got Bra Brazil, Netherlands, Nigeria, and Sweden. That, that should be an interesting group. Uh, group C, Spain, Poland, Iran, and Canada. Charles' mob. Uh, Argentina, the United States, Egypt, and New Zealand. I think that might be interesting there. Group E, we got Germany, Uruguay, Tunisia, or Tanzania. Yes, sorry, not Tunisia, Tanzania, sorry. And Ireland. Uh, group F, we've got Belgium, Costa Rica, Morocco, and South Korea. Group G, we've got France, Mexico, Iceland, and Japan. And finally, in Group H, we've got Portugal, Colombia, Ghana, and Serbia. So, we've got our 32 teams there. Pretty interesting to see. Um, I We don't have any results here, but um, if we can have a look at the... I can quickly check uh, I think we had we had Russia win 3-1 against Costa Rica uh, England defeated Australia 2-0 Brazil and Nigeria was a high scoring affair 4-2 uh, Netherlands and Sweden was a draw 1-1 uh, Spain lost to Poland 0-1 Egypt lost to Argentina 0-2 Canada somehow beat Iran 3-2 uh, New Zealand got blown out by the United States, nil to four. And in the day four fixtures, uh, Germany took on Tanzania and won two one. South Korea won one nil against Costa Rica, and we got a draw between Uruguay and Ireland. So I think this is it's turning into a bit of an interesting tournament. Uh, we haven't seen that much. We haven't seen much talk about it, and it, honestly, but it's happening. So I mean, we're talking about. It. So, I mean, it's a decent thing. Uh, guys, you you want to take any guesses who's going to win this? I mean, I'm not expecting Tyler to give one. I mean, I, I know how you feel about the sport, buddy. <laughs> like I said, it's a bunch of overpaid Nancy boys prancing around a patch of grass for 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan, but hey, it's a World Cup. I mean, you kind of pay attention to it. <laughs> Well, uh, it's it's still the, the the most played sports in the whole world, so we uh, we we can't say much about about this. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the usual suspects are probably have bigger big chances of winning. I mean, Brazil, Spain, uh, Spain, England, uh, Argentina, uh, Germany. Uh, it's it's going to be a France. Uh, it's will going to be interesting to see if there's something that can can that can be dark or or surprise along the way. I'm sure I'm sure I'll be rooting for Canada in this. I mean, uh, judging from their win, uh, they got. They got probably a good chance to maybe uh, get to the round of 16. Uh, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how things will go. I, I agree there. I think this could be interesting in that. I mean, I mean, unlike you at Canada, I'm not, I haven't got much hope for Australia here. I mean, the, you got Russia, the who won. You got England, who defeated us already, and Costa Rica. Uh... Yeah, this ain't 2006. I don't think we're going to be making the round of 16. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, uh, 
Shane, you've been paying attention to the World Cup, or if you can't been paying attention to other stuff? I mean, we do have some other stuff going on as well. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, the uh, World Cup kind of snuck up on me a little bit. I've been able to catch a bit of the highlights here and there. Uh, still got a root for uh, Team USA, even though not usually the uh, favorites to win. So if I were to make a pick, I'd say it'd probably be sort of like Charles said, a team kind of like uh, Germany or maybe even England might be uh, the picks to you know, go all the way, as it were. I think I'd agree with that as well, though I mean, the United States has to get past Egypt and New Zealand, and like, I think they can at least make the round of 16 in that group. I mean, Argentina, that's a hard ask, but Egypt and New Zealand, I think I think that's easy. I mean, God. <laughs> I think New Zealand might be worse than us, and we're not great when we get put into a group with Russia, England, Costa Rica, so I mean, <laughs> imagine trying to take on Argentina. But anyway, that's the Ferrari World Cup. We bring you updates about in the upcoming episodes. Um, we probably won't be going too in depth with it. I mean, we're not the most, they're not the biggest experts on soccer, but it is interesting to keep track of. Uh, meanwhile, we've got one other piece here. Jeez, we're going from the longest episode in the world to the shortest in one week in one episode. But hey, we got Adam Tavella doing a huge shock on Twitter. He is going to be renegotiating his contract with the Queen's Pride and. Testing this summer's free agency. Oh boy. Uh, it's our favorite player, everyone. It's. God, I'm not even going to joke there. God. But I'm with Westerland, I'll. I don't know, I mean, God. But. Uh, uh, well, you, you, Charles, know, you do know that. <laughs> you do know that Tyler is here, so. Uh, we. Uh, the, our our producer is already giving him the eye, uh, so uh, but, I can't quite think why that might be. Yeah, so I mean we've got Mister sticks his dick and everything, Adam Tavella here. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, but hey, uh, to be said, he's trying to renegotiate his contract. Uh, Charles, you're our FBA expert in this episode. Uh, where do you think he's gonna go here? Because I mean, well. Well, uh... Probably going to end up in someone else's bed. Ha 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 we're going to probably push it. Hey, just one more. He's going to slam dunk some muff. <laughs> and we're canceled. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, well, <laughs> Charles, get on with it before we get taken off the air. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> that was a producer, uh, everybody. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, Adam Tavenok uh, uh, did quite a surprise uh, talking about it. I mean, he was disappointed about uh, being uh, uh, swept uh, in the current playoff by the Voodoo. Uh, but at the same time, uh, he, he, he talked about he felt that his team didn't do uh, uh, much uh, to, uh, to help him uh, along the way. And I mean, the, in a sense, uh, that's quite uh, uh, putting the, the whole team under the, uh, under the bus uh, for what he, he did. And now uh, he's deciding to, to uh, renege his contract. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, uh, it was really wise to do it as such because... Uh, now, uh, FBA fan, especially uh, fans of the Pride, is going to have a, a, a old new, uh, an old new reason to to hate uh, Tavella. Ever mm -hmm. just say? I mean, he could always return 
to uh, to the pry if uh, uh, the G uh, the general manager give him uh, more money on uh, his contract. But uh, at this point, uh, uh, I'm not sure that that his teammates going to see see him with the same uh, the same highs. Uh, but uh, uh, there's no mistake about it. Tavella is a great player, uh, mm-hmm. and if uh, he really decides to go over to free agency, uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, if uh, a couple of teams going to try to snatch him away. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. I mean, he is a top player. Say, uh, go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> with his contract negotiations, is that going to include a condom allowance? Oh, God, stop! Stop! Uh, uh, please, Tyler. Didn't you guys miss me? Jesus, uh, <laughs> I don't think... I don't think the... I don't think the producers did. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank God Damien Bartlett isn't in the news, otherwise it'd never be the end of that. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. I still don't think we've heard the last of that triangle. Finally, good God! <laughs> uh, but hey, that—that's around the world. Very quick trip this time. Uh, now let's go on to the FAFL. I got a long road to walk down to catch a tram to my favorite ground. Use my legs, use my voice, make some noise. And guys, I mean, we've just had State of Origin, essentially the Faffles version of an All-Star game. So essentially, okay, I mean, like, I mean, we got, it was, it was kind of an interesting, this was interesting, but I mean, uh, most of these games kind of favored the normal strongholds of the game. I mean, the first one, I think, Jesus has to be the biggest blowout out of the three, uh, South Australia's Webb's Tasmania under the rug here. 22-26, 158 to Tasmania, 12-7-79. That's... Oh, that's a pretty poor effort from Tasmania there. Uh, Western Australia in the closest game here. Only defeated Queensland Northern Territory by about 39 points. The scores, Western Australia, 20-20-140. Defeated Queensland Northern Territory, 16-15-111. Uh, Victoria managed to have a dominating row against New South Wales ACT on the Queen's birthday holiday. Uh, Victoria 26-21-177, defeating New South Wales ACT 2013-133. Uh, I mean, it was it was interesting to see. I mean, it's always good to see these all-star teams come together, but I mean, I kind of think that a little bit here that it's Maybe getting a little, I don't know, I mean, I'm kind of getting a bit tired of seeing, like, matchups like this. I, I kind of want to see close ones and then perhaps even see, like, big matchups between Victoria, Western Australia, Victoria, South Australia, South Australia, Western Australia. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of good to see them take on the other ones, but the other ones are kind of, you look at them and you can tell they're kind of a step back, even though they've got a lot of good talent for them. I mean... If we look at the medal winners, uh, the winner of the Wayne Kelly medal for New South Wales ACT was Sam Sergeant of Melbourne. He is a very good player. Uh, Jay McDonald medal for New South Queensland, Queensland Northern Territory. Delilah James, another good player. Jack Williams medal for South Australia. Hamish Connor for Melbourne. Alistair Whitepaw for Alistair Whitepaw medal. Jesse McGrew for Tasmania and plays for Adelaide. Uh, of course, Teddy Wilson Mel went to Bayaka of the Brisbane Brumbies. No surprise there. And the Thompson Mel went to Brandon Murphy of the Gold Coast. Um, was I don't know if this was his second. I think if, if, if it's not his second, then definitely he was close to the running last year. But, I mean, that kind of leaves a question. Uh, I mean, 
there are two ways they can... Actually, three ways they could go about this. They could either expand it to kind of split up Queensland, Northern Territory, and perhaps bring in an international team, as we've got a lot of international players at the moment in the league, and that could field its own side, or it could even be... It could be kept the way it is, but, I mean, it could be. I mean... I'm not sure if this is really selling it, and or it could be condensed down, and we could have like Victoria, Western Australia, South Australia, and a combined team of the internationals, New South Wales, ACT, Queensland, Northern Territory, and Tasmania. I mean, there are several ways we can go about it. I mean, what do you guys think, Charles? Yeah. Uh, uh... This, uh, it's always been this way, uh, the, the type of game and the matchup they always uh, did because, uh, in a way, uh, uh, all star formats in any sport, uh, sure has changed along the years in many type of organizations. So, I don't see why not. Uh, the FAFL could decide to uh, create a whole new type of all star game. Uh, the, the 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 old thing uh, I I'm seeing perhaps is uh, very well make a, a, a all star game like uh, all uh, the best player in Australia versus the uh, an international team uh, could be uh, possibly a, a good idea but uh, also uh, or. Uh, it, it, it always could depend. I mean, uh, I know there's been some medal awarded, uh, perhaps uh, create a new type of medal, uh, uh, condense it. There's, there's plenty of ways that that uh, can, uh, can the league could go to maybe uh, have a, a, a more exciting product. Yeah, I do agree with that. I mean, we did have for a while an international rules between the players in the FAFL from Australia against the Gaelic football players from Ireland, we did have that for a while, but I mean, that's kind of stopped in recent years. I mean, that could be brought back perhaps, maybe? I mean, we did. it was interesting back in the 2000s, but I mean, it kind of, kind of hasn't gotten what it's needed, so I mean, they could bring that back, maybe... Uh, I mean, I don't know if they could do the standard East versus West, because I mean, you'd essentially have Fremantle and Adelaide taking everyone else, and that would just be very lopsided, despite how one of those teams <laughs> is going at the moment. And North versus West wouldn't really North not not North North versus South wouldn't really work either. Uh, but like I mean, there are what, plenty of ways I, they can go with this. About like I said, uh, make, uh, make a team Australia versus team international if it, it can be even possible. Uh, yeah, that that's that's true. I mean, I mean they could even do like Victoria versus the All Stars, perhaps even. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there are different ways they can take it, and they're probably going to be talking about it right now as we speak. So I mean, uh, Tyler, did you catch any of these games, and what did you think? I can't say I caught too much of it. I think I just got like the end with the end uh, yeah the. I think I've forgotten how to talk my time off. I caught the ends of the game, so it was like, eh, I don't quite catch too much, because to me, I'm still learning what all this Aussie rules blah, 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 is about. It's like, check it that way. But it's like, yes, one team, I know too much of what went on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, that's fine. Uh, just, I mean, this is, I think, some respects, maybe we might need to bring this down just to the, like, state level or the, or, like, uh, championships between the draftees or the people currently in those state leagues, perhaps, or, I don't know, they'll be talking about this in uh, Battle House for a while, so, yeah, but, and... Like, uh, uh, rookies, uh, like, rookies against sophomores? No, no, I'm talking about, like, like this would be like a combine game or something like all the like you get the state players and the draftees who have entered in the draft and put them into like a championship like you have like the states take on each other in like a championship right like near, near probably near around sometime this in the like this time each year and like the in the season like you have like a under 18s championship or a whatever championship going on 
at like state level at this part of the year to prepare draftees and that like representative games and like you just use that as your state stuff I mean it's not big or anything but I mean that could be done I don't know but I mean yeah there's gonna be a lot of talk about this at Faffle House I think Meanwhile, uh, finally, we got a little bit of news here for the Faffle. Um, we got a four-way fight for first between Melbourne, Brisbane, Gold Coast, and Fremantle. This I did not see coming at the start of the year. I knew that there was going to be a bit of a fight at the top, but I didn't know that there were going to be four teams at this point fighting for top spot. This is ridiculous, and I, I mean, it's ridiculous, but in a good way, I think. I'm not trying to say, oh, this is ridiculous, it's bad, and that. No, I, I, I welcome this. Like, I'm, excuse me, I'm kind of tired of a bit of, like, the, who are the Mars going to take on this, you know, I mean, it was good to see them dominate in that, because, I mean, you got to see, like, probably one of the greatest teams I'll ever see, but, I mean, after a while, this is a breath of fresh air, people. <laughs> Tyler, your thoughts? I expect, uh, from, you know, from what I knew, it was such... I know there was a... Yeah, my brain's gone here. It's like, I didn't expect that to be... Yeah, I'm... Yeah, um, we'll go to... We'll go to... I think we'll go to... I think we'll go to Charles here. Charles, I mean, your thoughts on this? This is going to be very exciting. Uh, well, indeed, uh, it's always good to, to see uh, uh, some parity uh, in a league. Uh, it's always keep uh, things unexpected and exciting to watch. Uh, I mean, yeah, some people uh, like to see uh, uh, things dominate, but sometimes it's always uh, great to see something uh, people doesn't uh, uh, expect and. Uh, uh, things uh, changing this way uh, it's going to be a real uh, fight and, and show to see towards the end who can maintain the the, the, the pressure into uh, claiming the top seat uh, uh, for the grand finals cool I mean I agree with that I mean th this is going to be an interesting fight for the fans because out of these four one's going to go to an elimination final one's going to get the weeks breaking a home second semi-final the other two are going to have to be are going to have to be well they're going to have to fight over the qualifying final and um, I don't I mean this is going to be interesting uh, we're going to have to I think that's enough for the faffle of the moment let's go to the UFFL guys it's uh it's pretty interesting here with the we've got a little bit of free agency here i mean at the moment we've got a few things that have been signed uh the grand rapids dragons have come to terms with travis lockhart for five years and uh for uh, charles actually can you go through this for a minute i gotta check something here uh all right uh well uh uh a couple of few signings as came forward uh, during the first phase of free agency. So uh, Grand uh, Rapids Dragons uh, managed to uh, secure uh, some big pieces uh, in the team. Uh, first, uh, Travis Lockhart, uh, rookie, uh, the rookie uh, quarterback, uh, 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 mostly second string, but uh, has shown some brilliance uh, to maybe uh, step ahead as a number one to future. Uh, they're signing for five years uh, for four million, uh, uh, 4.67 uh, millions per year. So uh, uh, I, I think uh, the idea is to uh, prepare the future for uh, with the new coach. Uh, also, uh, they managed to keep uh, Chester Dermott, uh, the guard, uh, all-star guard, uh, for four years at four million uh, 
uh, 4.125 uh, million per year. So again, uh, it's it's been a, a key uh, to uh, shore up uh, their offensive line uh, in order to get things going. Also, uh, the Portland Roses has come to turn with their new uh, acquisition as a first uh, drafted player in the expansion draft. They signed Blake Riggins for four years at uh, 4.225 uh, millions. Uh, uh, per year, mm-hmm. so they they got uh, that covered uh, in the the, uh, in the roster department. Uh, also, uh, another uh, uh, another piece is uh, for the Grand Rapids Dragon, uh, the young uh, Colin Kemper, uh, the cornerback uh, Albatross uh, mm-hmm. from Ant- uh, Hamilton. Uh, uh, she signed for three years at uh, 3.650 million per year. So uh, she's going to be big in the future and possibly be uh, the, the top uh, uh, threat uh, in the uh, secondary for uh, that fable uh, uh, Grand Rapids defense. Uh, it's yeah. going to be really important. Uh, and uh, Another piece, finally, uh, Flor- uh, the Renegades uh, was able to keep uh, their star defensive end, Kenneth Trader, uh, for two years as $4, four million uh, per, uh, per year. Okay, cool. That's, that's decent here. They still, they still got them, and the rest, uh, the team are still uh, looking uh, to uh, adjust the offers. Uh, I know that uh, July 1st is supposed to be when the uh, the full free agency starts. So uh, uh, we might expect a lot of of, uh, signing news uh, to come uh, uh, crumbling down uh, uh, our our news feeds uh, pretty soon. Okay, cool. At the mo- I mean, we'll go to Tyler here. What are your thoughts on the free agency signings at the moment? I mean, quite a few decent signings for each team. I mean, I'll say this. Portland are probably got a decent quarterback here with Blake Riggins, just to say. Yeah, I think looking through the list here, I think the like the, the main big bulky signings, Blockhart for the, for the Dragons and Riggins for the Roses, but I think another one is Colleen Kemper. Hasn't she been like quite the big, quite the big book? I think Charles, you know a little bit more on her than I do. Hasn't she been like quite an asset to? Has she always played in Grand Rapids? Um, yeah, well, yes, she, she was uh, she was drafted uh, uh, two years uh, two years ago, uh, seven overall. Uh, she she's been quite progressing into uh, a role as. Uh, uh, a cornerback, so uh, she, she she's not uh, called air defense for nothing. Uh, she been uh, rising. Uh, she has been in the good systems to to become uh, uh, one of the I'll say one of the more feared uh, cornerbacks uh, in the league. She I, I I'm pretty sure she she can uh, uh, be able to uh, rival uh, guys like. Uh, uh, um, uh, with uh, the young Hopper and maybe uh, our good friend, uh, uh, recent retiree Kobe Carson. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see her. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, as we speak at the moment, we've kind of lost, uh, we've lost uh, Shane Rios's connection here. I'm hearing it's a bit of connection issues. Uh, I mean. I hope we can get him back on the show, but I mean, if he's not on this the rest of this episode, I mean, I thank him for being on. I mean, always good to take yeah, out your time for this, just saying. I mean, but anyway, uh, my thoughts on this. Um, I think there's pretty few decent signings here. Um, Kenneth Schrader signed by North Florida. A lot of, of signings from Graham Rapids at the moment. And I think that's kind of a decent thing, but I mean, moving on... Uh, after the Board of Commissioners meeting, the salary cap has been risen to $140 million. Jeez, I think I think Faffle teams we would be chopping the bit for that. To help teams teamwork <laughs> with the new rise 
of players per roster. We've had, as we said, there's then a rise of players in the roster. Bit of news there. Uh, Charles, I mean, this is self-explanatory. I mean, you don't have to explain it when you when you know that there's more players coming in. So if more players coming in, you need more more money. So, yeah, this is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, uh, the league has been progressing brilliantly these past years. So uh, there's a lot that's been happening. I mean, with the two new teams that's preparing for next season. Uh, we have to expect it, and especially with the, the big influx of talents we've been having. I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot of players has been progressing uh, really well throughout the league. And uh, when uh, the talents gets up, well, the contract demands are getting bigger. So you have to uh, expect that uh, uh, to, to, to continue into the league. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's always going to keep rising. I mean, you can't just keep it stagnant. Otherwise, well, you're going to have player wages rising, but not the salary cap. you got to keep them growing. <laughs> Uh, we might be having a producer coming in and fill, fill in for us, perhaps. Uh, uh, just seeing. Um, just, just, yeah, I mean, we'll see about that. Uh, Tyler, anything you, any thoughts on the risen salary cap? <laughs> I think like Charles said, it's just much need when you've got, you know, all this new talent coming in, you know, bigger team sizes. They're going to need a bigger budget. Like you said, it's a bit, bit self-explanatory to really go too much, too much into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to be welcoming to the show quickly Gregory Heinsberg. Uh, Gregory, this is a... <laughs> this is a pretty... Pretty... This is kind of... Okay, I'm, I'm kind of muffling here a bit, but like... Hey, we're having a bit of a stressful situation at the back. I mean, we kind of lost the connection to Shane Rios. Uh, so, Gregory, you're yes, going to join us for the rest of the episode. Yes, I am aware of all this. And also, Tyler Colt. We'll talk after the show. Uh, sorry, boss. Yeah, well, Gregory, welcome to the show. <laughs> um, Thanks for... Well, someone had to come in and save our skins. I mean, we're only on, like, a short budget and on short time right now, so... Mm -hmm. uh, we're going through this episode pretty quickly. <laughs> um, we got the new league realignment. Um, we got the United Conference and the Continental both getting divisions now. Uh, the United Conference in the Eastern Division, we got New York, Eastern, Montreal, and Nashville. Oh boy, that's gonna be a tough. That is gonna be a tough conference for Nashville to begin with. Uh, in the United West Division, we've got Chicago, Las Vegas, New Orleans, and California. That should actually be a decent conference. Continental East Division. Baltimore, Miami, Downriver, and North Florida. I think I know which two teams are making it and which aren't. <laughs> and Obviously. In and in the West for Conan, we've got Fargo, Texas, Grand Rapids, and Portland. So, pretty decent there. Uh, Charles, what, what do you think of these? Well, uh, from what I heard from the, commission, the commissioner's meetings... Uh, when the divisions were done, they made they, they made sure as first that everything's going to be pretty as even as possible. I mean, uh, the, it, it wouldn't be fair in a way if you have too much uh, too much uh, expansion teams going in in the same division with another bigger team. So. Uh, everything has been done, you know, in order to keep the the league competitive. And uh, well, it's again we're a victim. The, the league's victim of us are their success. I mean, with the, the how the league has been grown, uh, we we we're expecting that sooner or later to have uh, a new alignment. And this means probably some new. Uh, playoff formats, but uh, there's still a lot to uh, be discussed about during the, the offseason. Mm -hmm. Do we have a chance for a final eight here? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that could... Who knows? Something like a final eight could work. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tyler, your thoughts on the conference realignments? Anything that really sticks out for you? I just Like like you said, I can see the uh, Continental East Division, you know, being a bit of a you know one-way contest for two of the teams. 
the, the continental west, I think, is going to be the most interesting. Because you said he had Texas, who had the historic season that they just had. Records being broken in their first first titles going into the briefcase. New team Portland, who, you know, they've been pretty impressive with what they got in the expansion draft. And then you got Grand Rapids and Fargo, who they, they ain't no pushover. You know, they ain't nobody's bitch. That's yeah. going to be quite an interesting little match up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. I think yeah, that's going to be that West Division. I think it's going to be one you want to keep your eyes on. Uh, uh, Gregory, uh, what are your thoughts on the conference realignment? <laughs> well, first of all, Tyler, that's going to be an extra fifty bucks because of that B word that you just used. Oh come on! Watch it. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Be careful, I'll tack on an extra 100. But anyway, <laughs> the league realignment looks actually, I'd say just kind of as a fan of the UFFL and seeing what they've been doing this year with the two new expansion teams and everything, this new shakeup in the conferences is going to look really interesting, not just for the Continental West, which, as Tyler so humbly put it, mm-hmm. is going to be one of the more interesting ones, but... You also got to look at the United Western Conference. You got two legit contenders there with Chicago and Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is starting to, well, start to bounce back, hopefully, this offseason. And California is still, they still got some good stuff going for them, but they might also be one of the surprise comeback teams of this upcoming season, I'm predicting. Yeah. And we also got the United, yeah. and also the United East is no going to be a pushover either because. You look at the first three teams, New York, Easton, and Montreal. They were in the playoffs this past year. They're going to be some tough competition for, for poor Nashville. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> and as for the Continental Eastern Division, again, you got two teams that were in the playoffs and two that were, for lack of a better term, disappointments yeah but at the same time it's going to be a new season Miami I've heard as new management Down River is finally waking up and getting itself together mm-hmm. and from the look of things it's going to be anyone's conference this upcoming year mm-hmm. and Tyler that's how you report a new story without cussing <laughs> <laughs> It's what I've known for, damn it. Mm-hmm. That's an extra 15. Uh, and I'm not going to have any wages left at the end of this rubbish. <laughs> I think just for that, I'll take off that 15. Uh, but that's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's your thoughts. Uh, I think this is going to be decent for the league. I think. I mean, hey, we kind of did need this when we got when they got sixteen teams. So I mean, hey, I mean they got to do something like this. I think. I think it's going to be interesting how they try to do the playoffs this year. I mean, we'll have to see what it is. So yeah, we'll be reporting on that when we find out. And. That's really all we have to report about at the, at the UFFL. Not much has really been happening. So, I mean, it's the off-season, so what do you expect? But, <laughs> yeah, just we're, we need to move on here. And we'll be moving on to the FBA. Guys, this is kind of a short one as well here. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got uh, we've got the FBA season awards that have been given prior to the FBA finals here. Uh, we've got we've got we have several awards here. Uh, most improved player, Edwin. Gr- okay, tell me if I'm getting these wrong. Edwin 
Gregella? Is it Gregella? It, it, it's Edward Grieger. Oh, Grieger, Grieger, okay. We got uh, Most Improved Player of the Year, Edwin Grieger from the Lorraine Firestorm. Defensive Player of the Year, Sterling Benzing from Biloxi, or is that Biloxi or what? BLV. It's, it's Biloxi. Okay. You, ha you, you haven't learned your, your, uh, your, team's, uh, uh, your team's signal already. Look, I'm busy with the faffle and calling it. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> we've got um, the sixth far of the year. What I don't even know what that award's for, but uh, Alicia Silverman from Winnipeg. Uh, Charles always the sixth far of the year. Like, is it the best bench player or something? Well, uh, sixth first is is pretty pretty much it. Uh, uh, it's uh, the one uh, that's been consistent and uh, providing uh, uh, the team uh, from the bench. Uh, sh uh, sh <coughs> uh, of, of course, uh, not necessarily starting at the time, but it's always uh, uh, one that, that's pretty re real reliable uh, uh -huh. for, for each team. And uh, the the Foxes uh, has been really good uh, in uh, for Winnipeg this year. Mm -hmm. That is very interesting. Uh, we got the Rookie of the Year, Leon Delmont from Bangor, and Casper Kusnick from Biloxi do the same thing that Drake Harmon and and Brandon Murphy did last year with the Jimmy Newman medal in the Faffle. Two rookies win the Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Uh, it was a pretty close. Uh, they obviously couldn't uh, separate, uh, keep them apart. Uh, the voting has been such that uh, uh, both players uh, eventually won, the, uh, and with uh, uh, great distinction, uh, Rookie of the Year. Mm -hmm. uh, Twenty eighteen Coach of the Year was Eric Eric Delvin of the Bangor Tides and. Finally, the MVP of the year was Lance Wildfire. I, I can't I see that was, coming. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, well deserved. Uh, although I'm sure the uh, uh, Lance would have want to uh, his season to to uh, be a little longer uh, and fight for the final, but uh, he truly have deserved this title. Uh, this mm -hmm. award for this year. True, I do agree with that. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I can't say I know too much on that one. It's not really uh, my shtick. So, it's about, yeah, it's, it's about it. It's about as much as I know. All right, okay. Oh, I just think, who just wrote this on the bottom of the notes? Final note, Tyler yeah, is a network $245 for profanity. Uh, okay, it's going up. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Gregory, do you follow the FBA? And if so, what are your thoughts on these all these awards? Uh, I follow the FBA also because, again, this is FSM. We follow all the sports. Yeah, well, you think you can tell uh, me, and, me and Tyler don't. <laughs> well, you know something about sports. That's why I hired you, Clowns. That and I also lost a bet and I was desperate. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> okay, and sorry, that's a uh, twenty-five bucks new now, Omi. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, though this is going to cost I'm... me. Who let them on the microphone? Who All gave I'd them say is... If I could be allowed to finish, or I'll tack on 40 for interrupting the producer. But anyway, my thoughts on everyone who earned their awards, they definitely earned them properly. Lance Wildfire being the breakout star for Banger this year and leading them to their record that they had, even though they fell short in the playoffs to Biloxi. They're still a strong team with Lance Wildfire, and I have a really strong feeling they'll be in contention for next year. Edwin came up to bat for Lorraine and actually considering that he retired for a year and then came back it's actually quite surprising that he was able to improve as much as he did since then Sterling Benzing not really surprised if he were here well 
let's just say the amount that Tyler owes me right now would probably be quadrupled. Because <laughs> we all know the because we all know that the Marble Polecat loves to cuss, especially on Twitter and social media. Oh, so I'm surprised the team hasn't made money Indeed. back from him for doing that. But uh, let's see, Elisa Silverman, mm. she's an awesome fox. I. I'm not gonna comment any further because I don't want owe my own money back. Mm-hmm. You know hey, Leon Del- hey, if you can, you can always just take it off what I owe you. <laughs> Good point. You're not, you're not gonna get so, you're not gonna get lucky this time, Tyler. I'm sorry. But let's see, Leon Delmont and Casper was actually kind of a big surprise. Both of them tying for first place for Rookie of the Year. That. Really hasn't happened in a long time in both the FBA, as far as I can recall. I'd have mm-hmm. to redig up some of my sources and look at some past history, and also look at other history use of other sports and do some more in-depth work to see if there have been any more ties like that for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did say the Faffle had one last year, but I mean that's a Faffle. Uh, yeah, but... yeah, that's Faffle. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Coach of the Year Eric Delvin of the Banger Tides. Same thing I said with Lance Wildfire. They they freaking made the playoffs. They made it into the their division, their conference championships and division champ games and kicked butt. And damn it, I didn't say the A word, so you're not lucky this time. <laughs> but either way, they still did really good this year, and I'm. Really proud of what Banger did, mm-hmm. but it looks like twenty eight the twenty eighteen finals will come down to the Biloxi Voodoo and the Dakota Bikers. Right, that's my job to interlude and segue and all that. I was going to say producer executive. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say forty bucks off you for doing our main guy's job. I have producer executive rights. I can actually say things. I can read head. I can read the headlines. All right. I, can say, my... I can say a lot of things. It just happens to give the guys up in censorship a heart attack. <laughs> you have no idea. A lot of them are on blood pressure medications because of you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, Charles, but, uh... can you give us a preview of this? Because I mean. You'd probably know a lot more than I do on this. <laughs> uh, the, the well, uh, the Biloxi Rudy with Dakota Bikers. Uh, well, for the bikers, uh, it was with uh, all the the hard work that the team done last uh, in last off season. Uh, it was no surprise that uh, how dominant they were. Uh, in the league this year, uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Jonathan Lawyer, uh, Matt Silvius, uh, even if he got injured, uh, uh, the the bikers managed to to hang in there and eventually uh, get uh, to where they're right now. And also with the uh, uh, veteran leadership of Dylan Redfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything and the addition of uh, Benjamin Derby uh, it's uh, it's no surprise uh, the team is loaded with talent and ready to take on anyone uh, they did so by taking out uh, uh, tall, uh, Jake Turner and uh, the Seattle summits uh, in, the, in, the, in their respective uh, conference finals so uh, it's going to be really interesting to see where I go. And uh, for the Biloxi Voodoo, uh, I'm sure uh, it was no surprise for uh, the Polecat Sterling Benzing. But um, to many others, uh, they weren't expecting uh, the Voodoo to do this well uh, and eventually get to the finals. Uh, I mean, uh, the team is uh, well uh, represented. Uh, I mean, uh, with Derek Kim, Daniel Feckel, and uh, Ben Zing, uh, uh, the starter line, uh, ben, uh, Derek Kim has been a very important acquisition uh, uh, 
uh, the last off season for uh, Biloxi, and not to mention Benzing too, that uh, just won the defensive player of the year, uh, and also with the the the, t- the team still got some hard nosed veterans, uh, Newton, uh, Petrolius, uh, Reinhardt. Uh, they, uh, and they got some uh, good talent, especially with Casper uh, uh, Cusick. So uh, it could be surprising. Uh, they, they certainly did learn earn their spot in the finals. So it's going to be really. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know well uh, what the thing uh, right now, but uh, all I say is uh, it's could it could be a pretty. Uh, a pretty uh, long series uh, as a finals, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. I think it could be. Uh, Gregory, any thoughts on that? My only thoughts is I'm actually kind of surprised to see Biloxi in the playoffs because everyone in the Eastern Conference was. That's the only my magnetic Jeep compass, right? Yeah, in the Eastern Conference, everyone was expecting either Baltimore or Bangor to make the playoffs. No one didn't. Biloxi kind of just kind of crept in there and actually managed to surprise everybody by toppling the top team in the playoff hunt. Everyone was thinking it's going to be a Bangor sweep. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Biloxi came in and took them by storm. And now we have the most unexpected team in the Eastern Conference to be take on the team that everyone expected in the West, the Dakota Bikers, and it's going to be a shootout either way. You slice it. Yeah, I, I agree. This should be an interesting... This should be an interesting fight. We'll probably be... Co- we, we, we will be covering it in a future episode. Uh, but, uh, guys, that's, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, we got, yeah, $265 for Tyler. Fork it up. And Gregory, because you yeah. think you can be so good with your, with your taking on my segue, you're doing the outro, okay? <laughs> Bloody money for well, this one, damn it! And that's an extra five bucks there, so that's two eighty for Tyler, who owes now two eighty dollars for profanity. And since I am now in charge of the outro, this has been FSN. I have been Gregory, your producer behind the scenes. And the guy literally shaking his head just the entire time. Any one of these clowns decides to go off topic or cuss or whatever. Mm. AKA me. Yep. I've been Gregory Heinsberg. I've been Wes Caring. I uh, I've been uh, Charles Bergeron. And Tyler, you're exit. Damn it. You know I don't like you, Gregory. Now you're taking all my damn money. That's another profanity, but this time you cussed your boss, so that goes all the way up to $300. Pay it up. You wages for this damn show. He's been Tyler Cole. I'm Wes Carey. We'll see you next time on FSA. We will see you next time. And we're going to have a talk, Tyler.